Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's the third and final hour of the Get Right here on 105.3 The Fan, a Young Guns takeover of the Get Right because my name is Alec Medford. His name is the fan phenom Blake Elliott. And we got Ross Holubinski holding things down for you, the Tolo, the Turn It On, Leave It On listener. We appreciate you so very much for checking us out here on a Wednesday night. Thanks for coming back after Cowboys Crosstalk with the great Bobby Belt, Kevin Hagelin, uh, Dave Campo, and Nate Newton. That was one of the most fun Cowboys Crosstalks we had all year. So a uh, great edition of that. If you missed it, you can catch it on DallasCowboys.com as as well. But we are your home of Dallas Cowboys football 105 through the fan and the World Series champion, Texas Rangers 105 through the fan. The truckwork.com text line is 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053. That's what you're going to need to get involved with any and all of our conversations, including the question of the day that's coming up on the other side with AM on the FM. But... Guess what, Blake? What? We can talk about basketball now because it's time for your headlines here on the Get Right. And uh, He's yelling at me, guys. It's I not, get ex- I'm, I get I'm excited. not yelling at him. I'm not yelling I at get him. I'm excited. You know, He's kind of yelling at you. I'm not yelling at him. I'm He's just projecting. Still currently yelling. I'm projecting <laughs> because you know this is an audio medium and we kind of got to speak up so people can hear us. Let's go. You know, vocal inflections. Thanks up for and that. Down. Hey, I was kind of trying to do that because someone else had asked when are we going to hear Alex sing. Oh, you missed that conversation yesterday. I guess I'm I not going to tell you about it. Wow. Uh, the You're Mavs just have to listen to yesterday's episode. Yeah, go to the 105.3 The Fan podcast page. There's the cha-ching for you. Thanks, Ross. Uh, appreciate that plug. They're shameless. Actually, I have no shame. Uh, the Mavs have no shame either as they gave it up in the fourth quarter and they lose to the Cleveland Cavaliers 113-110. to After... We were giving them their flowers for holding it together and making some defensive plays, and they just couldn't do it at the end. They did get the ball back with seven seconds left, and they put the ball in the hands of Luka Doncic as one would when you have him on your team. But the Cavs did the smart thing. Derek Lively was in the game. He was hanging out underneath the rim, and Blake, you pointed out, they know he's not going to shoot a three-pointer. There's no reason to defend him. So what did they do? They blitzed Doncic. And he had to hold the ball a little bit too long, flung it out to Seth Curry on the wing. He kind of stumbled while taking a little bit of an errant pass from Doncic, and he just threw up an air ball from the three-point arc, and that is your final score. Despite that, Luka Doncic put up some dumb numbers again. 39 points, 7 rebounds, and 6 assists in 30 
seven minutes. You did see some really timely baskets from Dante Exum. He didn't put up a ton of numbers. He did have 13 and six assists, but mm -hmm. those shots were made at really important times on some great breakaway action. And then you did see Seth Curry put up 19 of his own. So again, you're seeing the role-playing guys put up some decent numbers. Luka Doncic doing his thing, but this time the defense just falls apart at the wrong time and they lose by three to a depleted Cavs team. Yeah, at the end of the game, like you said, they they blitzed them. And as much as I love Luka, and I think he's a top three, top two, maybe even the best player, sometimes he gets a little too much of, I'm going to shoot this shot, and he's got to almost know a double team is coming. He kind of got caught by surprise, and then there's three seconds left, kind of threw it to Seth Curry, who gets it blocked. But I'm going to tell you why we lost this game, Alec. And obviously, when no deep dive analysts, we were kind of doing the show, we don't have, but looking at the box score, um, when you shoot 27% from three and get out-rebounded by 20, it's a little, little tough to uh, win great. a ball game. And this is a Cleveland Cavaliers game without their two best players. No Darius Garland, no Donovan Mitchell. And we got Josh Green back for the first time in 12 games. So it should have been a game where Luka played the first half and Cruz in the second half and sat out the fourth quarter. But unfortunately, he played a good amount of minutes and had to play to the last, obviously, last play. And we still didn't get with the win. And... If you were watching the game live, he was very, very, very heated after that last play went down. It seemed like he was uh, saying some choice words to himself, uh, screaming off. So not a good game from the uh, Mavs. Derek Lively kind of struggled. Um, and, yeah, it happens. Not the end of the world. You're going to lose some games. But I think just in kind of the manner they did, up 10 with five minutes left against a bad Cavs team right now that's kind of falling off, um, you want to get those wins. Yeah, and the Mavs need to get those wins quick, and they got to bounce back because they are going to hit the road and play the Minnesota Timberwolves tomorrow. So, Minnesota. Yeah, that, Minnesota. that, that, that came, came, Minnesota. Out a little, came out a little weird, you know, but it happens at 10 o'clock. You know, the C4 is starting to wear off. <laughs> no, I think it's kicking in. <laughs> no, I think it's starting to wear off is what that is happening. Quick? Yeah. You had it an hour ago. I, I drink a lot of caffeine, so, uh -huh. you know, I'm not Dan Campbell levels of, like, seven espresso shots. I've yet to see you bouncing off the walls. Though. Like I've Because seen I know hide, how to control myself. But I need to see him, like, caffeined out, like, running around here. Oh, I don't get caffeined out. Like, caffeine doesn't do that for me anymore. It just keeps me awake. Oh, uh, what yeah, a chill guy. Really? You don't even get, like, the, the vibrates? Nothing? I do. I just don't show it. Oh, like, he's mastered he's the caffeine. I've, I've found it out. No, the the only thing that still gets me is pre-workout, like straight powder pre-workout, like cans of C4 doesn't do it for me. Mm -hmm. Pre-workout, like from a bottle, yeah, that that can that can mess me up a little bit and get me shaking a little bit. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's the combination of the music and everything. Mm -hmm. But I'm yapping. Uh, Mavs have the Timberwolves tomorrow at 7 o'clock on the road. A tough back-to-back -to -back after you took a pretty ugly loss. You know, you've had a few of those this season, but you take one tonight, 113 to 110 against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Well, you want to know what messed me up? What? Seeing my Dallas Stars go down to the St. Louis well, Blues. You're picking up on this. Like, that's called a segue. I got you. I got you. I'm proud of you, Blake. They, that's why he's a phenom. They they fall to the St. Louis Blues, 18 and 5. The Blues, 20 and 9. Your Dallas Stars. And they lose 2 to 1, Roberson being the only one to score. It just feels like. With this team, it's a little bit inconsistent. We had that streak of, like, when Ottinger was kind of that last week of we were giving up four or five goals a game. Then we'll go on streaks where we're holding opponents to, like, two, but then we can't score. It's almost like the Cowboys. We can't, like, string together good offense and good defense. It's one or the other right now. And obviously the Stars are still sitting sitting comfortably, still top of the Central Division um, with the Avalanche right behind them. But, like, 
we want more. Dallas, the expectations are higher when you're a DFW native team. We want more. Especially when you beat the Predators. I was talking all that mess. You got to beat the Blues. Come on. They, they're sleepy. They're the Blues. They're sad. You got to beat up on the sad. You got to beat yeah. up on them. I think really it's just a reflection of the city yep. more than anything. It's Ouch. like <laughs> shots fired to the city of St. Louis. I still haven't recovered from 2011. If that. Oh, yeah. David okay. Freeze. Okay. I'll never forget. Why did we have to bring that up at 10 o'clock? Why <laughs> did know, you have to say the name you know, at 10 o'clock? Someone's driving right now and just got like Yeah, chills. someone just <laughs> pounded their steering wheel or they're like laying in bed chilling watching us and they're just like. I'm wide awake now. Yeah. There's my Vietnam War flashback. <laughs> yeah. So, again, two to one. The Stars lose to the St. Louis Blues. And, hey, that rhymed. Um, look, th this was a game that was just a little bit bad luck for the Stars. They took a lot of shots in this game on the goal. And they had some great looks. They really did. Just some untimely bounces. Didn't get any help off of any deflections. And they just drop it by one goal. It did. It wasn't really a bad game from what I watched. It was just that's the way hockey goes. Sometimes you get some unfortunate bounces and the shots don't fall for you. And on the road, you know, I'm not too concerned about it for the stars. But you did mention they're very streaky and they're very uh, inconsistent. That's the one thing that's irritated me since the start of the season. It felt like they came out of the gates red hot. Mm -hmm. And it, it felt like they were just going to be a dominant team. But yeah. you remember, they play a lot of these games. Yeah. And it's going to happen, especially just... We talk about the war of attrition in football. and hockey, it's just as prevalent what they put themselves through. And look, this has been a Stars team that's been pretty beat up, too. Spe so. Speaking of hockey, I remember early in the season, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not a hockey aficionado. The Sharks... What? Aficion... Aficionado? Would you like to try again? That's, we're we're going to have to start giving you a word of the day. That's the word I was looking for. In honor for. of Reg, because apparently um, someone thinks he's dead. If, yeah. <laughs> Weren't the Sharks, like, terrible? Didn't they lose, like, 15 in a row and we're getting outscored, like, 10-0 every game? I, I I vividly remember that at the end of the season, and I'm checking the standings now, and they have nine wins. The beginning of the season They were wild. bad. I feel like they literally were getting smoked. for like the they had They were, like, 14 in a row losses or something like that, just like the Pistons. We didn't even are we still are we still in the around the NBA? We're in headlines. We can say the Pistons lost twenty seven in a row. Twenty seven, Alec. How bad do you have to be to do that? <laughs> the nine four zero is not a fan of your mention of twenty eleven because they're saying we need Reg back now and don't put us together anymore. Look it's, what you did, Blake. Wow, you didn't have to do wow. that. Wow. Yeah, from the from the nine four zero earlier saying I'm trying to go to bed and there you go, you woke me up. I'm sorry, ruined my drive home from work. I took look what stop. you did. I just gave the entire tolos. I I am sorry, guys. You know I, what? Your memories are race, guys and gals. I'm gonna I'm gonna put out a challenge for Blake. Here we go. I want you to do something because Blake and I will be back on Friday. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Um, for everyone. Sorry, everyone. We're, we're going to be back 7 to 11 on Friday. I'll be back tomorrow with CA 7 to 11. But on Friday, I'm challenging you to do one thing. Oh, gosh. More homework. Think. Thought I graduated. Think. I'm challenging you to think. No. Because the best, the best things that have happened in life are when people didn't think. Think about that. Don't think about it. I feel like there's some great calculated moves that were made in human history, Blake. I don't know, man. The greatest people in our life, they didn't go the way that they were told to go. They went out. <laughs> you're what making you, me laugh. You're digging you're a hole for yourself. You're making me laugh. I'm trying to be serious. I'm laughing because the 940 just texted in in full defeat. No, in all caps. <laughs> this is... I didn't even get to finish my point. 
The sharks are bad, but it's all about mentality. You have the right what mentality. What do I care about the sharks? <laughs> what, is, what is happening? We were today? talking about hockey. I was trying to get more hockey knowledge to people that maybe weren't keen with the sharks. Mark every second of Friday episode. Yes. <laughs> it's guys. Some of some of us are thinking. That's gonna be an interesting show. Some of us are thinking straight line. To be great in life, you have to think outside of the box, not what the ordinary person thinks. All right, Robert Frost taking the road less traveled by. All right. Hey man, people will call you crazy. Next thing you know, you create. I'm calling Twitter. you crazy. Yeah. Next absolutely. Thing, next thing you know, you're the creator of Meta. Next thing you know, you've got the next billion-dollar company. I bet you they got called crazy. I'm not making a company anytime soon, but I appreciate the kind thought. I bet you they didn't think they were either. And then someone no, they said, de- they I'm definitely had a plan. They definitely had a plan. Swaggy booties, what is even happening now? I don't know. Back to your headlines right here on 105.3 The Fan. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't look at the fan tags. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we really need to get back on track. Um, Blake, I told you that. Micah Parsons has spoken. Yes. After practice today at the Star in Frisco, I got a call from one three-time Hall of Famer, and he was like, hey, I'm leaving the Star right now. He was like, you might want to go listen to what Micah said. Some pretty interesting stuff there. So let's run through some of this. Please. Um, I do want to start with, let's go with cut number eight, because Chris actually asked this question. Because we had this conversation last night of, do you think the refs don't really account for Micah Parsons' speed as he's a 4-3-40 kind of guy? And do you think that maybe they need to start realizing that, you know, he's getting held quicker and faster because of the speed and he's still getting to the quarterback at the end of the play? So maybe the officials aren't really seeing that. So Micah was asked by Chris Arnold, do you think that the referees need to account for your speed when looking for those infractions? Yeah, I... To be honest, in, in the most humblest way ever, I, I don't think there's another rusher like me in the league. Um, I don't think there's a rusher that wins as quick as I do. There's not a rusher that, you know, do the things that I do. And I mean, that's on tape. And I, I'm pretty sure other rushers can tell you that or whoever. So I don't think they, uh, they don't put me. On, they put me on the same pedestal as other rushers, and we're just all not the same. You can't compare me to a lot of other rushers at all and how they scheme me versus how they scheme other rushes is just not even the same so um i don't think they take that into effect at all and i don't think they realize you know i'm four three coming off the edge versus you know some dudes might be four 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 five whatever because Um, of that do you think that they're unintentionally refereeing you differently because they don't understand that yeah i definitely think i think the rest understand i'm a good player but they don't understand the actual plays that i can make with my speed and um, what I can control. He's right on the, he's, he hit it right on the nail. He hit it right on the nail. Obviously, there's a lot of good pass rushers in this league. And I'm not saying Micah's just flat out better than everyone that's ever played, but Micah is different. I'm saying that different because put out by Zebra Technology, all eight pressures by Cowboys Edge, Micah Parsons, came under two and a half seconds, an average of 1.95. So he is getting to the quarterback quicker than... These refs are used to calling these games. And the crazy thing is we have inconsistency with refs. We have some refs that will call one thing. Then you get another group that's going to call another thing. So the players are the ones that get dealt the bad hand with that. Because you might have a ref that's, okay, I'm letting them play. Oh, this ref, oh, he's not going to, he's going to call it a little bit more tight. The unfortunate thing is what if it, what has it been? It's been since I think the Chargers game or something, since he's gotten a uh, holding call 
He does not, and you cannot tell me the guy that gets double teamed more than anyone in the NFL, the guy that has the number one pass rush win rate, the guy that's top in pressures, hasn't gotten a holding call. Not one. But some of these guys that are no-name guys rushing off the edge, they're getting holding calls. So I think it. I think Micah has a point in it. And let's just call it what it is, Alec. When you're losing, nobody wants to hear you complaining. No one wants to hear you say stuff. Now, if they're winning and he says this, everyone's, yeah, he needs to get his respect. But as soon as you're losing, nobody wants to hear it. So Micah's still right. It might not be the right time to hear it, though. I think a lot of people are on his side right now, though, honestly, because you saw it during the game. And, like, I said it last night. I'll say it again. Literally, if you Google Micah Parsons and you hit images, one of the first ones you'll see is from the Dolphins game where he's getting blocked by two offensive linemen. One of them literally has a hand up on the chin strap, and the other one has got a nice grip right on the numbers on the front of Micah Parsons' jersey. Uh, there's a lot of people that have been circulating that picture, among others, but, yeah, I think uh, I, I think right now it's a little bit more warranted because of the losses because I think we're seeing it in real time, and people are saying those are plays that could impact the game a lot more. Mm-hmm. And another great question asked, this will be cut number nine, Ross, Um the question was posed, do you think the amount of conversation that we, as the media, are kind of surrounding this topic with and the conversation that you are putting into the world through your podcast and through the media, do you think that conversation around the topic has caused the lack of calls? Uh, Maybe. Um, I definitely think it's a lot of biased things going on across the league on who they want to call things on and how they call it or when they call it. It's definitely been very biased. And I think if you look at all the games across the league, not even just the Cowboys, it's very shown of what they're willing to call and what they don't want to call, you know. Um, and I think they should just have a long conversation on that this offseason. I think it's something they should definitely look at. Um, I mean, the film's out there. so. Um, it's not like it's not something they can't go and look at. All the games is recorded. I'm pretty sure every team would uh, send it in. But I definitely think it's something to look at. And also, I think a lot of these calls should be replayable, right? I think they should be challenged. I don't because I think people don't realize some of these flags is really game-changing plays. These is continuing drives on things that shouldn't be called. Um, back-to-back weeks where there's been touchdowns off of roughing the passer for us. You know that continued drives or which led to points or you know, unnecessary roughness on receivers or just whatever the thing I think these should be challenging. The same way they review to see if it is a play, they should review it. The flag is not the same. So, you know, I definitely think it's some things that uh, that should be pulled to light during this offseason. There you have it. Micah Parsons wants to see these things reviewed by the league in the offseason and put some emphasis on how to officiate these different things. You heard it here first from the Lion himself. He's not happy about it, but he was very smart in his wording, very calculated, wasn't anything fiery, but he knows it, he hears it, and he is ready for change. It's the get right here on 105.3 The Fan, the Young Guns taking over, Alec Medford and Blake Elliott, the fan phenom, and coming up next, it's time for AM on the FM, where we've got a wild 14-leg parlay that hit in the NFL, mind-reading AI, and more coming up next on The Fan. It's the get right here on 105.3 The Fan. The Young Guns taking over here tonight and Friday night as well. It'll be myself and the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold tomorrow from 7 to 11. Full shows the rest of the stretch 
of the week. Alec Medford and Blake Elliott with you until the top of the hour. In case you missed it, the Stars fell 2-1 to one to the St. Louis Blues earlier tonight on the road. And the Dallas Mavericks fell 113-110 to 110 to the Cleveland Cavaliers per uh, Blake stats and info. <laughs> it is the largest blown lead by the Dallas Mavericks this season at 20. Yep. So not great for Luka Doncic and company as they fell to a depleted Cleveland Cavaliers team. They have a chance to bounce back against a pretty good team in the Minnesota Timberwolves Ooh. tomorrow on the road at 7 o'clock. Myself and Chris Arnold will keep you up to date on the latest on that one. I think they tomorrow. call those uh, scheduled losses. Oh, you're going that far? <laughs> I don't think we win that one. I don't, I don't think we win, but I don't know if I'll say it's a scheduled loss either. But they they, they kind of do have our number. I'll give you that. Yeah, and hopefully Lively plays better. You know, it can be a good learning curve. That's the good thing about the NBA. There's there's learning curves within the season. It's not like the NFL where every game is like the the sky's falling. Tis true. Tis true. Swaggy booty is on the. Twitch chat earlier said, love getting this advice about you trying to say, you know, how I don't even remember what you were saying. You were just yapping, bro. It was yapping. Uh, <laughs> Swaggy Booty said, loving getting this advice from someone having trouble shopping for apartments. Yep. It's time for AM on the FM. What does this button do? Please, please do not push the button. You have no idea what it. Don't you dare do it, especially you, 940, even though Blake is ruining your night. It's AM on the FM here on 105.3 The Fan. And if you want to know what this segment is or why it happens, AM on the FM is me. My name is Alec Medford. I'm on AM uh, FM radio, sometimes yes. on AM radio. Yes, the Doing weekends. sports reports for KRLD sometimes, too. So I'm all over the place, but it's AM on the FM in the PM. If you're feeling factual, my name is H-I-M, him, but... Oh, I digress. He is on He is spitting one. bars tonight. He is bars. We Guess what? We Guess what? If you listen to my podcast, you would hear that a lot more. AM hey. on the FM, wherever you get your podcasts. We might have to stay in the studio after records, lay some bars down. The mic's already hot, man. Uh, how about no? I'm tired. Uh, uh, I'm going to go to bed. Guys. Uh, but I do have a great new recording setup at home, so maybe that's a thing that could happen. Uh, yeah. 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053 is where you can answer the question of the day before we get into some of the dumbest headlines I could... Uh, come across on the internet Let's go. And, as favorite. well as Twitch and YouTube, twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam 105 through the fan on uh, YouTube. The question of the day today, I'm not asking for resolutions yet because we're not quite to the new year, but I'm going to ask you something about your year. What is the one thing you are most proud of this year? 877-881-1053. It can be an accomplishment. Do you want me to it be like be... sappy or do you want me to be like like funny? Because uh, I can go. I can just go, answer I, the question. I can go either route. No, I just answer the question. Uh, However you want to answer it. Because I feel like you're you're asking this in like a mild manner one, and I could get like real sappy and kind of. I don't know. The mine's demeanor. gonna be honest. I'm not gonna say that my hair is beautiful. Like I'm not gonna do anything dumb. Well, I ha I have a lot to be grateful for, but I don't want to. I'll, I'll be quick. What is the one thing you are most proud of? I'm not asking what you're grateful for. Okay, I'm asking right. what is the one thing you um, are the most proud of that has to do with your life this year? Maybe an accomplishment. No, I got it. Maybe I got a it. purchase you made. No, 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 none of that. Nothing material. Definitely uh, my resilience. It's been a real like tough year losing my grandpa 
losing one of my best friends, graduating college. So just kind of like the trials and tribulations that's been put before me and being able to still kind of like push through that and then obviously getting to work here. So like being behind the eight ball, having some stuff not go my way, having some losing some hard people and not kind of letting that get me in a rut and kind of pushing through and getting to where we are. So that would be the thing that I'm most proud of, my my support system. I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at the text line. But I love I love your response because I feel like the epitome of my pride it always falls in that because I feel like I've been in a similar situation more years than not, whether it be like medical issues to family issues to financial issues to whatever it may be. Uh, or just being down on myself, I I fully get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the truckwreck.com text line, uh, let's see. I'm not going to read the 321, but mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. No, nope, I think I think I'm proud of you. I don't know if that's a good thing or a we bad thing. Uh, from the 940, not hearing Blake. <laughs> the 940 is still against you, man. Okay. The 940 is still against you. got to have you. haters. That means you're doing something right. A different 940 says, started my own business back in February and cleared 50K last week. There you go. Bag talk. Okay, so. Bag talk. Let's go ahead and read out this whole phone number right here. No. (laughs) How about not? (laughs) Because we're not trying to get sued. Uh, Yeah, we're not going to do that. But uh, proud of you, 940. Very proud of you. Look at that from the 214, a different one, 10-year marriage anniversary i hope one day i can share the same comment as you that's a w in the chat in the twitch youtube text line that's amazing right there ross what are you most proud of in 2023 i mean kind of just the same thing that blake was saying i mean you know it's just i'm sure a lot of people can say this but it was kind of a tough year you know i wasn't too pleased with where i was at from a professional standpoint and I was just really worried I wasn't going to be able to keep doing what I love and being in the sports entertainment industry. So when the fan came knocking, what is it, like six months ago at this point, I was just ecstatic. I was thrilled to be able to be here, work with y'all, and then not only that, work for the Cowboys, work for the World Series champion, mm-hmm. Texas Rangers. I mean, it's it's honestly been so surreal. It really has. So, yeah, pretty much the same. Yeah, we got a pretty sweet gig, if you ask me. Yeah, we know. Um, I'm trying to think, like, how to pinpoint one exact thing for me. I don't want to seal your word resilience, Blake, but uh, I will say drive. Mm. I feel like this has been the year that I've been the most locked in mm-hmm. on what I enjoy and what I do, and it's kind of scary how excited I am for 2024 because it feels like going into the new year, I have a lot more nerves than I do excitement. Not necessarily bad nerves. Some can be bad, but it's like, I don't know how it's going to pan out. I've got plans Ooh, for 2024. Talk to me. And I've got ideas that aren't fully formed, but I hope to be soon. And I've got, you know, just all kinds of different things kind of flying through my head and visions of what 2024 is going to look like. mind is moving. Yeah. And, you know, 30 for 30 coming soon, you know. So. Uh, would you would you say it's safe to say that COVID's over, but Alec Medford is still locked in? Yeah, I'd say I'm now <laughs> locked in. I'm now locked in because I feel like during the pandemic I was not. Uh, but I, and I don't think much of anyone was. But yeah, I I, I think I'm gonna like I, I think this is gonna be the year that I'll be even more locked in than this year. Uh-huh. So you I'm just gotta keep a pound after pound, brick after brick, stacking wood. I think it was graduating wood. college. 
you know. It's really just I, a hurdle off like, the bat. Yeah, it, it's like the weight is gone, and now I feel like I have full creative freedom of yes. where I want to go and next. See, this is the thing that people, if you haven't been to college, I'm sure most of y'all have, whatever. When you're in college, it is so hard in your free time to do something other than work. Because, like, in the back of your head, you're like, oh, I should be doing my homework, so I can't really yeah. do X, Y, and Z because then you feel unproductive. And it might be you do nothing, but you can't really do anything else because at least that's how I work. I'm like, well, I have homework. I do it. Now it's like if I have free time, I can study. I can do another business venture, whatever to self-improvement or work improvement. It doesn't have to be I got to do this mindless work, in my opinion, of, of some teacher that doesn't care about me. But from the 817, went from district manager to director of ops and not not 10, not 9, not 12, 11 months. Hard work and dedication makes anything possible. It's what I love to here i love it baby congrats to the 817 from the 214 rangers proud of the rangers amen brother i man it still feels surreal sometimes i gotta go back to my instagram and look at the parade pictures just be like that really happened i do the same with like highlight videos i'm like wait that really happened and i worked that night too so it's it's all just like a, a an amazing blur yeah i can't i can't hear nadel's call enough Mm. Of the final out, Josh. You're scores. not dreaming. Yeah, it's just amazing. I don't think he sounds like that, but well, um, I, I didn't want. I didn't even want to try to do his voice because it's so legendary. So I was just doing my own rendition. What do we think? <laughs> I about like how this? you pitched up like. Six well, because I can't. I can't do it. He has a legendary voice from the nine four zero. I'm proud of my dedication to my golf game as well. Lowered my score by ten to fifteen strokes. Nice. Without taking golf lessons, I now shoot in the mid nineties. I don't really know golf that well. I've been once or twice. Love it. But I could not tell you what a good score is. Can anyone tell me what a good score is? I, I don't know that that's like a great score, hey, but with all the new lessons, back it up, I, I think that's, that's pretty a, good. He's a Tolo. That's a great score. That's a great score. You're right. Okay. You're right. Okay. But Thank without you. lessons, yeah, that's yeah, impressive. Without any, sure. any score is a great score. Take it into consideration. Come on. Getting engaged from no. the 479, that's what I'm talking about. That boy is moving up in life. Trust me, a great score is very different than a good score in golf. Well, what do you shoot, so, Alec? I don't shoot. I don't play golf anymore. What? When, have you ever been? Yes. Once? Have you done eighteen before? I, yes. What'd you have? I played all the time in intermediate school. And what it, what was your like average score? We're not going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Congrats on the engagement four seven nine. Uh, very happy for you. I'm going to read this one because I think it's positive. From the four six nine, <laughs> you cats are cookies and cream, black and white that mixes that work. What? I'm not black. Like everyone that just listens, like, no, nah, I'm messing with y'all. Oh man, so they, we're, we're pull not, up the Twitch and you can see that Blake is a habitual liar. I, okay, we're not even really full cookies and cream though, because I'm half black, so we're we're okay, but still, no, there, there's 70, that mixture. We're 75 percent cream. You didn't have to. Okay, 25 okay. percent cookies. We're moving on from that because you took that from an awful place. Um, no, I love the I love the sentiment. No, I get it. no, and stop talking about it. I, uh, <laughs> I teased that scientists have created mind reading AI that works without invasive implants. That's kind of terrifying, right? So the new AI technology called the Wave only only requires its users to wear a snug fitting cap oh. to turn their silent thoughts into text. So that's it, scary. That's Literally, scary. Your, you just, your thoughts into text while you're dreaming or while you're awake or both? Both. Oh, no. Literally. Oh, so no. It's created by researchers from the Graphene X UTS Human Centric Artificial Intelligence Center at the University of Technology in Sydney, Australia. It's a portable AI system that could be a momentous breakthrough for people that are unable to speak due to illness or injury. It could also be used to assist 
people to direct machines like bionic arms or robots, according to Science Alert. I don't want anything to do with AI. It's scaring me now. Because, look, this is my thing, Alec. Tell me if I'm wrong. You can you can literally say, Blake, shut up. Blake, shut up. Are we to the point? <laughs> you teed, you teed him up for <laughs> you it. You teed me up. Stop throwing me right, softballs. Right. Are we to the point where AI is getting scary? Are we, like, already there? We've been or, there. Or is it happening? Are we already there? We've been there. It's like, just... I think we're getting to the point where it's kind of, you know, remember the movie House? Yeah. The Disney movie where yeah. things are taking over? We're kind of getting to that point where... It's replacing jobs. <laughs> they're talking for us. They're kind of doing our daily life now. They're not just side pieces. I mean, people are getting married to robots. People have okay. AI girlfriends and boyfriends. Like, it's getting <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk, Alec. It's getting scary. Hey, you said I could say shut up, Blake, at any time. Well, shut up, Blake. Okay. <laughs> so far, however, the system has only reached 40% accuracy, if that helps you be a little less scared. But... Uh, their goal is to eventually get to about 90%. So they don't even plan anytime soon on being 100% accurate. So it's still a work in progress, but they have had pretty substantial success to the point where they are investing more money in the project. Um, so pretty intriguing stuff there. Like, it's intriguing to me. I try not to get too scared, but it's really hard because... Hi, the, robot. The, I mean, I don't think about the movies when I think about it. I just think about what is You capable. should. They don't make movies about things that are never going to happen. From the 940, yes, only one more segment until we get Reg back. Nope. That's you got true. two more days of me and one more day of Blake. That is Let's not see. true. From the 214, I love this. I'm most proud of my commitment to sobriety. That is awesome. And Cheers. That, you're, you're, you're fighting the good fight, my friend, 214. I'm, for, ve I'm very proud of you. From the 806, is it 806 or 806? How do you? It eight, doesn't matter. 806. Either one works. I, I'm proud of the fact that I made it to 40, yet I'm also sad that I'm old. Wrong mentality, brother. Proud that you made it to 40 because there are plenty of people in this life that didn't even make it to 40, so you should be happy you're alive, yeah. happy you're able to text and listen and tolo and you listen <laughs> to the best radio station, the DFW, and you're living and breathing. Feel good, brother. From the 682, hell no, nah, the mind police are coming. I think it was that about the AI? Yeah. The robot? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Let's make sure I didn't say anything. Yeah. That was mind-related. You you said a lot of things today. That's what happens when you host radio shows, Blake. That is very true. You know what happens when you host radio shows is you get to talk about this, good Lord, this NFL 14-leg touchdown parlay that hit on Christian McCaffrey's I think it's score. Fake. I think it's fake. It's not. I think it's fake. It's not fake. There, wasn't a, just there wasn't a comma in between Alvin Kamara and one other player, and it threw me off. I can't remember which player it was. Blake, shut up. There wasn't uh, a comma. You gave, me that, you gave me the right to do it, so I'm saying it. <laughs> so it should be impossible, basically impossible, to hit a 14-leg parlay, right? Oh, not for this DraftKings Sportsbook user who experienced a Christmas miracle on Monday. The better put together an out-of-this-world 14-leg anytime touchdown parlay for Week 16 and entered Monday's three-game slate needing just three players to score. The wager was for $5 with odds of plus nine or 9,787,560, which would give a payout of 489,383. So the players included Najee Harris of okay. the Steelers. Okay, when you're reading this, which one do you think is the least improbable? I want you to say as you're going through. Continue. Okay. Najee Harris. No. That one's fine. Okay. Uh, Gabe Davis of the Buffalo Bills. That's real risky. <laughs> eh, against the Chargers? No. He's so hit or miss. Against okay. the Chargers? Eh. Eh. Uh, the Dr Detroit Lions, Jameer Gibbs. That's that's money. That's money. DK Metcalf? Money. Cleveland Browns, Jerome Ford. 
I'd say that's money. He's their starter now. He's, he's pretty solid. Fair enough. Uh, the Washington Commanders, Chris Rodriguez Jr. All right now. Yeah, All that right one had now. me when I saw that. I was like, now wait. Now we're seeing into the future. Third eye open for sure. The Indianapolis Colts, Jonathan Taylor. Makes sense. Atlanta Falcons, Calvin Ridley. Yep. Atlanta Aaron? Falcons, Calvin Ridley. Jaguars. At, or Jaguars. I was like. I, I, this I is off of Fox Sports. Okay. So. <laughs> Fox. Yeah. That's, uh, why you, that's why you told them. And the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, they have the teams wrong. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steel, not Pittsburgh. <laughs> who does he play for? The Cardinals, right? I, I don't know what you haven't said a player. Yeah, he is yet. a card. They have this one right. I'm, Which player? Uh, James Connor. James Connor. Yeah, yeah. The Cardinals. Yeah, so he is the uh, Cardinals. I was thinking he was back with the Steelers uh, because I'm dumb. So the twelfth leg hit when the Kansas City Chiefs running back Isaiah Pacheco scored yep. against the Raiders on Monday's first game. Yep. So and what's even more impressive, he ended up getting a concussion a few plays later. So he just narrowly got that touchdown. At this point, he had two legs left, one in each of the final two games. Eagles running back DeAndre Swift needed to score against the Giants, which he did. And finally, he needed Christian McCaffrey against the Baltimore Ravens defense. And with just under three and a half minutes left in the second quarter, CMC punched in for almost $500,000. CMC is a money play. So he scores a touchdown, it feels like, every game. And it's on Twitter. He recorded his reaction to McCaffrey scoring. It's pretty great. So if you want to go find that on Fox Sports' Twitter. Uh, would you do that? Would you like... In, yeah, for in five hi- bucks. In hindsight, you would have made that same bet yeah. if someone told you that parlay? Yeah, with- I would have never been clever enough to think of all those people. But for five bucks, I'll make the play. That's how you do AM on the FM right here on 105.3 The Fan. Appreciate all the engagement. And coming up next on the Get Right, it's the final call on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. One final time here on the Get Right on 105.3 The Fan. want to thank Ross Labinski for his hard work here tonight on the ones and twos, making us sound beautiful for you and you and you, the Tolo, the turn it on, leave it on listener. I will be back tomorrow with the three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. And then on Friday from 7 to 11, it'll be the Young Guns again. So you get not one, not two, not three, but four hours of the Young Guns to close out your week heading into the New Year's weekend. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us for the past three hours or so. And now it is time for the final call where Russell Wilson has spoken on Twitter. Yes, he has. And y'all let me know. Is this something you want to hear if you're a Broncos fan or a Russell Wilson fan? Tell me what you think of this. Russell Wilson tweeted 36 minutes ago, quote, God's got me looking forward to what's next. Initial thoughts, Alec, off that tweet. 
It's the most Russell Wilson-ass tweet I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I know. I was about to say you beat me by one second. Look, I mean, I, I told you earlier when we actually went in depth about that mm-hmm. around the NFL, uh, which if you missed that, you can check out the 105 Through Just the Fan back. podcast page or rewind on the Odyssey app. But uh, Russell Wilson is a very copy-and-paste person. He's mm. He's very much a robot, but I feel bad for him. I really, really do. Okay, I've, I've, I've slandered him for years now and because I think he is a robot and I think mm. he is a selfish robot, you mm. know, when, whenever he, like, stole money from his own charity or whatever that wow. happened, you know. all that, the daggers. Um, you know, but in this instance, uh, you know, in the business aspect, yeah. I, feel, I feel like what is happening to him and what they're doing in terms of his contract and trying to, like, bully him into just deleting a clause out of his contract that guarantees him money Was if he gets up. hurt. That's just lame. I just think we we sometimes I even forget this. Sean Payton wasn't there when this deal was made, so yeah. this, this isn't his guy. And look, we know Sean Payton loves to have a firm grip on player personnel yep. and transactions and whatever, you know. So we knew that if this didn't go well, something would happen, right? But I I just totally forgot that he has a no a full no trade clause, mm-hmm. which would make getting him out of there that much more difficult. So, yeah, it makes sense that they're just going to cut him now. But it's just, it was such a mishandling by the organization. There's no class. And the fact that Sean Payton tried to butter it up today when he was talking to the media as a gameplay decision, Russ hasn't played that bad. No, he hasn't been great, but he hasn't played middle that Middle of the pack, bad. above average, I'd even say. Kind of like an upper middle his, of the pack guy. Yeah, and his quote was that they needed a spark. And he said, sometimes you got to make tough decisions in football. Sometimes you don't make the right decision. Well, hell yeah, this is the wrong decision. I, I, I just think my the most, the most interesting part about this is it's this is the day and age we live in. If this would have happened 30 years ago, it wouldn't have gone down like this. Like how fast things went. We went from a couple weeks ago, they were on a five-game winning streak. Everyone's Russ is cooking, Russ is back, Sean Payton in this, maybe it's working. Then even though they lose some games, no one was really like whatever. They weren't really because they were still in the hunt. Then it was the report came out this morning that he's going to get benched out of nowhere. No, Literally, no one saw yeah. that coming. Everyone was confused. And then it went from, you know, he's going to get benched, but then they'll figure it out. Then it went to he might get cut. And then it went to he's getting cut. Then it went to Sean or Russell literally pretty much saying, I'll see what's going to happen next. Like, he's done with the team. So, like, in a, in a couple hours, in one day, 12 hours, that entire franchise has changed. And obviously, a lot of stuff is happening behind the scenes, but to the public eye, at least. Shout out to Texas A&M Aggies fans. You are down 31 to 20 against the Oklahoma State Cowboys in their bowl matchup with about nine minutes left in that game. So if you are concerned about what's happening in Aggieland, not great things right now. Um, have not had it on the TVs here in the studios, so not too sure what's going on. But the Aggies were driving last I saw, and right now they don't have the ball in their hands, but they did score on their last possession. So shout out to the Aggie fans. Blake, do you want to laugh? Of course. Well, let's laugh because cut number one, I was scrolling on TikTok as one 22-year-old does when he is bored, and I saw a post from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers organization's page, Mm -hmm. and it was a mic'd up video, and it was one of their offensive linemen, Luke Godecki. What a name. Yeah, it's, it's a very offensive line name, and nobody knows who this guy is outside of Tampa Bay, but if you listen to this audio... He's basically Bobby Boucher. Where's the smelly? Come on! Oh! Peppermint! 
It's over. It's over. I know they made Christmas-themed smellies now. Because I want to. No, you're not going to do that. You're not going to do that. Look at you back up. Look at you backing up, 4-5. You don't want this. You can wipe your nose. Yeah. Yeah. What's the score? Check the scoreboard. Oh, here, let me, tr let me try. Good form, huh? Hey, Bobby Boucher was my idol growing up. <laughs> hey, Waterboy, you're fine. Do you remember the time when Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime and the Mud Dogs won the bourbon ball, do you? Baker Mayfield! <laughs> this is all during a football game. Yeah, them boys is different. There's a lot of stuff we don't hear unless these guys are mic'd up. Speaking of smellies, smelly salts, have you ever done them? No, and I want to, but I'm scared. We got to do them. We got to we gotta have a day where everyone, maybe we'll do it if we if we get invited to one of those uh, mobiles or we're out somewhere and we mobiles? do that. Mobiles? What, what is it called? You mean remotes? Remotes. Same <laughs> Same, You're same. still new here. I'm not same thing. Remotes where we do that with the They're Tolos. The that would be great content. Yeah, Blake I've, and Alec do smelling salts with that the would be great radio. Yeah. Honestly, doing yeah. smelling salts on fan cam. Yeah, they would love that. I'm gonna check Amazon. I'm gonna see if I can get some for Friday. Yeah, let's do it. I'll do it. I've been wanting to do it. I've been seeing people do it, and I see the reactions. <laughs> but we gotta have like literally everybody. In the fan cam, or I'm, we're doing a I'm pulling up. up Amazon after the I, show ends. I'm going to see if I can get some I'm by not, Friday. I'm not doing smelling salts for like 10 viewers. I'll tell you that right now. It's got to be full Don't worry, here. because we're going to do it right at 7 o'clock to yeah. lock in <laughs> right after we we'll get, do it. We'll do we the get cross, them G-bag you know, viewers. We'll do, we'll do the crosstalk. We'll do it during the crosstalk with Brian. <laughs> yeah, let's get Woolchuck and, uh, yeah. and Brian to do it with us. That would be great. But uh, final minute of the get right here. Appreciate each and every one of you for joining us here tonight again programming note in case you are wondering where reginald atatula might be you can hear him in the morning from 10 to 2 with the great mike bassick on the knc masterpiece he is there for the rest of the week i am here for the rest of the week from 7 to 11 tomorrow it'll be the three-time hall of famer chris arnold and myself we will have mavericks basketball in action on the road versus the minnesota timberwolves so you will want to check us out then and on friday guess what blake the young guns return yes, for another edition do. of the get right from 7 to 11 right here on your home of the texas rangers the world series champion texas rangers and the dallas cowboys 105 through the fan but for ross labinski for the fan phenom blake elliott my name is alec medford saying good night tell somebody you love them until tomorrow 7 to 11 right here on the fan we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs advertise with odyssey visit ads.odyssey.com